What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back with my podcast, Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Today's topic is about achievements and recognizing greatness. I want y'all to really pay attention to Mike Evans, the receiver drafted out of Texas A&M, who played alongside Johnny Football. Do y'all realize he had... 10 seasons. He's has 10 seasons with 1,000 yards from seven different quarterbacks. Some of the guys you might know, um, Jameis Winston, when he had that 5,000 yard season, Tom Brady, he got a Super Bowl with Tom, uh, Baker Mayfield, who's currently playing right now, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Josh McCown, Mike Gallone, and Blaine Gabbard. Like, let that sink in. He's been the most consistent receiver alongside of Keenan Allen this history has ever seen. Ten, <clears throat> ten seasons with 1,000 yards in each season. 1,000 yards. That's crazy. We haven't seen that in a long time. He's only four, what? Four seasons. I mean, four, he's only four seasons away from breaking Jerry Rice's record of having fourteen straight seasons with one thousand yards. That's good company, and I always like Mike uh, Mike Evans because he's just been consistent and he's versatile. But he doesn't get it talked about because, for one, he was in Tampa. They didn't have a good quarterback. They didn't have a good team. But this is the resiliency of what it's like to be great. He doesn't get in trouble, keeps his head down, you know, performs on the field, and is the leader of the locker room. And then when he got his opportunity to branch out and be great, he demonstrated that by, by taking his game a whole nother level with Tom Brady. And I think he deserves his flowers, man. It's like, you know, he's been on the team for 10 years. He's been consistent. You know, he might not be a big touchdown guy. Kind of reminds me of Julio Jones. But the guy gets open. The guy uses his his God-given ability of a 6'5 frame, and he has decent speed. Just like Keenan Allen made, just made it to 10,000 yards. We recently played them, and he had 14 receptions. Targeted 16 times, 116 yards. Keenan Allen is one of the best route runners in the league. That's not a catch that Keenan Allen hasn't made that we haven't seen before. He's been consistent. Very, very, very consistent. Coming in, you know, in the middle of Phillip Rivers' prime to help, you know, Justin Herbert, you know, continues to stretch the field. And it's just... Damn right, amazing. And I in my first podcast that I ever did, you can check this out on YouTube, was a comparison between Keena Allen and Mike Evans, who came about in around in the same year, who's definitely put up consistent numbers because they're both consistent receivers, reliable receivers. Like I would love to have a Mike Evans on my team. I would love to have a Keena Allen on my team who know what they have and use it to the full capability that 
They're going to keep getting better and better and better. And it's just one of those things that's downright amazing. And we just got to, you know, appreciate what we're seeing from Keenan Allen and Mike Evans. You know, I remember Julio Jones was putting up big numbers and consistent. And then, you know, he took his talent to another level when he went to the Super Bowl. You know, had that catch where it was over two people on the sideline, which is crazy. Um, You know, a few plays would have changed. You know, Julio Jones would have won the Super Bowl because that's how good he was. That season, he was putting up phenomenal numbers. He had 300 yards in a game against the Panthers. 300 yards as a receiver. There's not too many receivers that could do that. 300 yards? Yeah. With all due respect to a lot of these guys, Julio Jones was at the top of the, at the top of the mountain. You know, right now Tyreek Hill is on pace for two thousand yards. Um, he could possibly break Calvin Johnson's single season record, um, which was previously broken by Cooper Cup. So it's gonna be amazing to see that. You know, you can't teach speed. And from what I can see with Tyreek Hill, he's a guy that's very fast and quick and twitchy in his routes. But the, but the only backlash I have about Tyreek Hill is the fact that, you know, that we can't really see is that he don't isn't allowed to do celebrations. And here's why I have a problem with celebrations. I like celebrations. I like taunting because you're going to get tired of a mofo keep teasing you, keep pressing you about not, I mean, keep pressing you like, yo, I just scored on you. I just dunked on you. Okay. So when you see him again, you expose that. And then when you beat them, you do the same thing. Taunting actually creates good sportsmanship because it's a competition. Ain't no, ain't no friends in competition because you're not going to give your best. Yeah, and people want to throw out LeBron James. But when LeBron James is upset and he's motivated, he don't he don't have no friends out there. He shows no mercy. And I think we got to get back to that. And I think the NFL should start, you know, going easy on the taunting calls, unsportsmanlike calls, because it's, it's taking the fun out of the game. It's taking the swagger. It's taking the... You know, the necessary things out of the game. But let's keep it going. Um, You know, I was just talking to my cousin, you know, last night, who happens to be my agent. And we was talking about how, you know, even though certain teams didn't make it, there's never going to be an ending situation where somebody is not feeling well. Basically, a situation where somebody is not happy. It used to be two teams to make it to the college, two best teams in college football make it to the championship. That wasn't enough. Then we added two more teams. That wasn't enough. Now it's going to be 12 teams. And and I'm looking at it right now, and it's like, it's going to look like kind of like the NFL. But, you know, sometimes it's just got to, you just got to win all your games. 
It doesn't help that the fact that you're in the division that keeps, you know, changing around. I mean, conference that's keep changing around or teams leave. Everybody wants to make it to the league. Everybody wants that opportunity to hear that name call. Why do you think certain players don't want to go to HBCUs? Because for one, their games aren't televised. Number two, uh, the facilities are trash and it's not welcoming. Three, it's like, what money are you making? Because none of the games are sold out. Four, it's like the scouters go to the games and they can't even recognize who you are. And people give them a hard time because they don't have the necessary materials that they're supposed to have available for scouters to see. Oh, I need I, I know the guy's jersey number by looking through the binoculars. I can see his stats from last year and this year. I can see the potential that this guy has, you know. And then we can take a step further with youth football. We teach our kids a route and then we add numbers to it when it's just being out. Is it a quick out or is it an out out? A quick out is, you know, you got to do it quick. Sometimes the route is crisp and sometimes you got to round the route. If the route is crisp, it's a pro, pro, pro style offense. If the route is round, then it's a West Coast offense. But there's a lot more space and you can take full advantage of that space. And these are the things that you know, certain quarterbacks can do that we got to give achievement to. Like, and I, and I say this a lot, Jalen Hurts' accuracy has gotten better. And he run, they run a pro-style offense. So with that being said, it's like we got to teach our kids how to do that better and not, and, you know, Nick, uh, what's his name, Nick Sykes? The quarterback from Baltimore City College, he um he definitely has to continue getting better. And I just want to throw achievement out there for him, breaking all the Maryland State records. You got everybody's attention, young man. You just got to keep it going. and Don't let nothing stop you. You know, shout out to the receivers that you have. You had three receivers for 1,000 yards. I wonder you had like close to like 6,000 yards in a in a season. You put your name out there. You brought City College a game away from uh, the state championship, which is a good sign, meaning there's there's potential to be there next year. I want you to take a step further and become a complete player. You know, keep getting better as a quarterback, you know, uh, doing your reads. Because a lot of the time what I saw from the City Poly game was the fact that of course, Polly was playing zone, and he was carving it up. I would have liked to see how you done against man, because if you can master destroying zone and man and calling audibles, the sky's the limit for you. Your good pocket pockets awareness has to get better. You just you're still young, so you still have time, and you have promising talent. But build better technique, talent can take you even further if your technique is flawless. Um, yeah, back to the NFL. And it's just like C.J. Stroud. 
He's breaking all the rookie records that was previously held by Andrew Luck, Tom Brady, and others. And, you know, these this team has potential to uh, win the division. And just from seeing this young man play, hear how he talks, He's a leader of the locker room already as a rookie. He talked about jail reform and how we should actually take it serious. You know, he put that issue out there for people to really pay attention to. Even though he might get some backlash because they might say that's not the right place, the right time to be talking about that. He used his platform in the right way. He stand out of trouble. You know, all the things... A leader does. He demonstrates to stay out the way, stay out of trouble. And you got to respect this young man's grind and grit because he's out there showing the world that that they written him off. But D'Amico Ryan has improved the team. You got Will Will Anderson Jr. You have Jimmy Ward. You have Devin Singleton. Ain't not that, uh, not Singleton, Devin, uh, Stinger, I think that's his name. You have, uh, Tank Bell, you know, uh, give that man, you know, hopefully he comes back. Well, he can't come back. He has a season ending leg injury. Hopefully, you know, pray for him. But that team just turned around and they're figuring out how to win. Ain't no stars over there, really. It's just guys that love the game of football, playing at a high level. And then stars will emerge from that team. Just like we got to give props to Zay Flowers for the Baltimore Ravens. You know, even though the Ravens are using them the right way and then sometimes not using them the right way, he's still showing promising. Uh, he possibly can break, uh, no, he possibly can get 1,000 yards. In these last few games, he's at 600 right now. He's behind, you know, Tank Bell, who would have got 1,000 yards by the end of the season. Um, It's just promising to see these young Ricky receivers step up. I know Wilson from uh, the Cardinals, he's shown flashes. I think it's going to take some time for Quentin Williams to, you know, get a footing because he's like, fourth string, but he was taken so high, so we're going to see um, another thing too we definitely got to give uh, props to uh, the coach of LSU women's basketball team for basically reeling back in Angel Reese I know it wasn't an easy thing because Angel Reese, in her mind, and she's a good person. It happens to the best of people, you know. Was a star, you know, in the that's in the making. Comes back to school, knowingly that they're a superstar. Can't go to class the same way as normal people. Can't drive, go anywhere like a normal person anymore. See, Angel Reese used to be just a basketball player. Now she's an icon, a leader, a celebrity. 
still in college, making $7.1 million. What else do you need to say? Sometimes you get big-headed, but the coach took it upon herself to make sure that Angel Reese would not get back on the floor until she was Angel Reese. Because the coach knows down the road, we got to see South Carolina. We got to see UConn. We got to see, you know, the University of Miami, Maryland. We got to see these teams in the tournament. Notre Dame, Stanford, Villanova. Got to see these teams. And we're going to need our best player, Iowa. Might see them again. Might be a repeat. So it just goes to show you how coaching is really valued in women's basketball. They make it personal. Take these kids under their wing like they're children. Another team we got to give a shout-out to. We got to give a shout-out to Alabama for turning it around. You know, winning 11 straight, beating the number one team that won 29 29 games that was undefeated for two years. Got to give Alabama props. Coach Nick Saban, go down as one of the best college football coaches ever. He created that he created that dynasty in Alabama. A dynasty that's right behind the University of Miami. And everybody know how good the U was. All the names that came out there, just to mention some few, Sean Taylor, Ed Reed, Reggie Wayne, Jonathan Vilma, Ray Lewis, Warren Sapp. Some went to the WWE. You know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Then you got others that's just names for real. Jimmy Graham. Hey, man. Sometimes you just got to sit back and give people their flowers. But a side note, one day HBCUs will get it right. One day HBCUs will come together. And it might take some outside help to get HBCUs more exposure, more TV time, more names on the back of their jerseys, more... um, more bowl games so people can actually see them. More opportunities. With HBCUs, it's opportunities and money. And it's funny how everybody get on Deion Sanders' case about him leaving. But he was, he basically was being robbed. He robbed them and they robbed him. It just hurt more that they was robbing him. Literally, stealing money from the tickets. Stealing jewelry from the locker room. And he provided an opportunity for them to take their step further. Like, not just the football program, but the school in general. He asked his buddies to donate to a a cause. He asked NFL teams to come and watch his players just to get them a spotlight. And people said, yeah, Dion failed this shit. No, he didn't. He overachieved, actually. For a guy to come into a situation not knowing what he had and won five, excuse me, won five games? Yeah. He overachieved. And we got to give some credit to that. No defensive line. No good edge rushers. No good pass. No, not edge rushers. Yeah, no good edge rushers. No good linebackers. A decent secondary. No offensive line. 
Yeah. I think next year we gotta see Dion take another step. Take another step. And Shador going to the Pac twelve. I think he's already in the Pac twelve. But he's gonna be the best quarterback in the next conference. I think they're gonna be in. But Shador is doing the right thing by Stan. Because if he was to go, um, he probably wouldn't be drafted to the third round. Because he just fractured his back. He had a decent season. And for anybody that says it's over is hyped, it's overrated, you're fooling yourselves. Shador just came from a HBCU, put up decent numbers against decent talent. Like, yeah. I think people should pay attention. I think people should give other people their flowers. This segment today is about achievement. And if you see somebody doing a great thing out there, give them a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to Devin Funderburg. I want to give a shout-out to Justice Davis. I want to give a shout-out to Ahmed, Io, Deji, Tennessee, Chris. I want to give a shout-out to my family, Mama, Auntie, my little cousin Davon, who's in college. Keep doing what you're doing. Shout out to my cousin Woody. Each and every day I see you achieving out there, cuz. Shout out to my cousin Will. Gonna be the best agent in the world. Gonna shout out to my cousin Juan, who's the hardest working producer, filmmaker in the world. Shout out to my cousin Stefan. Shout out to my whole family, man. Shout out to my cousin Josh. You know, keep doing what you're doing, man. They might not really realize it right now, but you probably gonna be you are gonna be the best corner in college football. You just waiting for the opportunity to showcase your skills, cuz. And that's all I really got to say, man. I'm your host Jimmy Johnson Jr. Oh, I got a few more people, man. We we got time, man. Shout out to Reggie. Shout out to Heavy. Shout out to G's. Shout out to my mom, man. You know, who's the backbone. Keeps me motivated each and every day. You know, helps me, you know, with the podcast and the merch and stuff. Definitely got to give her flowers. Shout out to Lashaya Davis Johnson, who's going to be a doctor in two years. I see you, sis. Shout out to my man, Shots. Shout out to my man's um, Teddy on Founders Day yesterday. And, man, everybody just keep achieving out there, man. 